Welcome, welcome back to the podcast. Man, wrapping up work. I am just, I am just, man, I've got such severe brain fog. It's like the weirdest thing. I know it's a stress thing. And I know I'm like sore and everything because of it too. Like the amount of like inability to really like sleep too great and then I've been having like weird dreams like not necessarily nightmares but the themes are maybe not like happy um like I think I mentioned the other day having a dream about um the about seal um the singer um trying to like lure me into some weird thing and then about my boss um, the one, not my, not, anyways, somebody who had hired me before, um, was trying to, like, trick me into, you know, a job that was going to be related to the field I'm trying to go into now, and they were trying to, like, trick me, um, to say that, like, this, the company, they're going to open up a position that was similar to something that, I'm trying to go into and they were like kind of their gears were kind of turning you know trying to like make it make a kind of pitch to me like what the options would be um and I was just like weary of it and kind of like uh I don't think they're really being honest about this because there was already some issue in the past and then uh, with the honesty issue and then that's you know this is all in a dream and then um yeah those dreams both happened like the same night and then I can't remember what I dreamt about last night specifically I mean the night before last I kind of had like a visual of it a visual idea of it um sometime yes like late yesterday but I can't remember it now at all pretty much um and Last night I had some dream about um my dad saying that he was um that he I don't know that he had been lying about something or cheating on my mom or something and one of my friends that I had told um uh one of the religious friends was kind of like well I don't really see the big deal about it because you know it's like out in the open or whatever and I was kind of like, yeah, like, well, they've been lying for, like, all these years that when they go do this or when they go do that, that they're, um, in fact, you know, like, doing some kind of cheating kind of thing. Um, so that was something that kind of came up that I was like, oh, you know, um, uh, I was just kind of not, um, like I wasn't too, I don't know if somebody's knocking, like, I don't know, I wasn't too, like, um, like, I don't know, just the dream was, like, weird, like, it wasn't, like, a good dream, I wasn't, like, too upset, but I was not, like, like, fully happy, they were knocking next door because I just heard them close the door I'm just trying to make sure <clears throat> I mean I've been at hotels where the people have like kind of walked in 
before. It's like super awkward. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I've been having weird dreams. I've been kind of like physically sore. Um, like I always say like, oh, I'm sitting on a new chair or like it's the a different mattress on the bed or whatever. But I really don't know if that's really the case. Um, you know, like I haven't been sleeping like great uh, for multiple nights. And then like yesterday at work, I hardly did anything. I did like three calls or something in like the whole eight hours. Totally spaced out, exhausted, tired. And even when I was hanging with my friend last night, we were talking a lot. And I was kind of noticing like it was really hard for me to like focus uh, my diet's way off, like, I'm not, like, dieting, like, only eating salads or whatever, but, like, you know, the things I'm tending to order are very, like, you know, like, heavy burritos, I'm in San Diego, so, of course, I'm gonna order all the burritos I love, um, cause I'm back over here, so there's so much, uh, Mexican food out here that I just love to death, and, you know, I remember mentioning to my friend yesterday some kind of a comment about, um, like, I'm going to be driving north towards her house. And then I was like, in my head, like, when I got there, I was like, this isn't north, like, and it's just really hard to think. Like, I'm just really kind of, like, foggy. And, uh, yeah, there's just a lot that I'm just, you know, like, even working, I was working until, like, about 11 uh, the first maybe, like, I mean, I was still podcasting right into work around 30 minutes into it, which is, like, 20, 30 minutes, which is, like, normal, um, because it's not like we're calling clients and doctor's offices aren't open, so we kind of settle into the morning, like, unless somebody's calling me, um, I had a session scheduled for 11, who canceled and then they want to kind of keep um you know they kind of want to know like all the availability and it's like you know uh I I've told I told clients that I'm only available till noon tomorrow when in fact I'm available like till like uh probably up to like one o'clock the following day but I don't want a bunch of people trying to call me last second I'd rather give myself a buffer and I'm glad I did that so I told them all noon on the 29th and um so you know I had a client today that was trying to reschedule our session that was supposed to be 11 to 11 45 she wanted to reschedule it for the same time tomorrow, and I'm like, no, like, we can do, like, 9.30 to 10.15, and she's like, do you have any other availability? I'm like, no, like, I'm just kind of, like, have to be, like, hard rule, no, like, you know, I, I, I'm leaving, like, I don't have more availability, this is my only availability, I mean, I had availability set aside for her today, and I don't think it's necessarily, like, she doesn't want to have the last session I think it's one of those you know types of attachment things I'm kind of right now with my own attachment is kind of just like I'm finding it just draining any kind of any kind of attempt for clients to want to like keep in touch like to me that's becoming really draining just to be like no no we can't do that like they know the rules like they've been in this system for so long they know they we don't keep in touch um it's one of the weird parts about this work but also I like it in a way because it's like I don't want you know my personal life mixed in with with the work especially when I'm not working there you know like and you can't, what are you going to tell somebody who used to be your client? Like, hey, I don't really want to talk anymore, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, on a professional level, it's different. Like, I don't want to talk to them on a personal level. That's not really um, what I want to do. And I feel like there would be, like, no boundary um, if it was even an option. Like, it's not ethical, and I'm not going to do it in the first place. But, 
you know, I feel like there would be no way to set boundaries because at least we have work rules, work, you know, you can only contact the work phone, you can only contact work email, you know, any kind of, you know, scheduling to meet even in person would be during work hours and it we report what we talk about, you know, to the insurance, like it's work, you know, we're not having coffee on a weekend or something or hanging out on our free time or whatever. Um, but it is a very one-sided relationship too. Um, like I've done therapy before and I, I think it's hard to, uh, quit with the therapist and it's kind of hard to not overburden them too. Like sometimes you can tell like, okay, like I'm kind of going a little, maybe too much, you know, but, um, I don't know, like, sometimes it's just really, um, it's just an interesting part of the field that, you know, I think it's just not, not how naturally relationships work, um, but I'm kind of, like, checked out, you know, like, I'm totally checked out of it, I'm just like, I don't want to talk to anybody anymore. The last couple people that I have sessions with, I'll be available for them. You know, if it's after hours, if they're calling me like two minutes before closing or whatever, like, no, I'm not going to be available. Um, We have to have enough time to have the session. And so if we're done at four, if we close work at four, you can't call me like five minutes before four. You know, I'm not going to answer the phone. <laughs> like, you know, like, you have to call within enough time to finish the session and for me to document everything. So it's kind of like, I kind of noticed my tune a little bit changing of like, all right, I really just don't have any more energy for this. Just tell me what you need me to do and, uh, just we'll do it. Um, and you know, I appreciate the, the clients who, understand the professional limits the ones who are patient with things with the process who are understanding and they kind of know the the rules of like okay if I need that like someone today was asking me for an urgent care in a certain zip code um that takes their insurance and so I'm like yeah I'll look that up for you and send over the information and also let you know how I looked it up so if you need to look it up you know um you can look it up yourself if you like I'm not saying I don't want to help but it's like because I'm leaving like here's how to do it in case you need to do it and there's no one available to do it right now you know just how to use the filters and everything um and you know I don't want to overburden them either but it's like like I know they're stressed about me leaving I'm stressed about me leaving <laughs> you know but it's like it's just a lot so I'm like let me just take a freaking break like I'm you know like and I think my friend was right yesterday too They're, they were saying like you know like there's it's not like the other job where you kind of work up to the wire like before we were working literally to the wire um and um yeah we're not like working to the wire anymore uh, like, my other job, like, when I was leaving, like, I was there past, you know, closing, trying to wrap up some final things, um, I'm not gonna be in that situation, I'm just kinda, like, um, trying to chill and keep things pretty relaxed, and, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, um, um, like, yeah, it's just really hard for me, it, it's really hard for me to think of anything that's not related to this job, like, it's really taking up a lot of space in my mind, um, and a lot of emotional energy, even though I'm hardly doing a thing, but it is kind of a lot to let go of, um, a lot of familiarity. Um, when I started working for this company, I wasn't really in the best place um, that I could be, like, you know, with how things ended with school and everything. 
and they took me on, you know, and hired me. And I pretty much got the same message from everybody that, you know, overall people like the way that I work, you know, um, they like that I get things done and they like how I am with the clients and, you know, that's kind of what I was there for. I'm like, let's just do the work that I went to school to do because uh, that's what I wanted to do and at least for a while and I finished that goal so um, you know if I want to come back I can um, the supervisor said so the lady who developed the company she said the same thing she's like just you know if you ever want to come back just give me a call and I'm like alright like you know I'll, I'll keep you guys numbers and make sure I can get in touch if I need to um, but yeah, like it's moving on to a new phase. Um, like I was leaving the job for multiple reasons, but it just basically got to a place where I can't really sustain myself if I stay there, you know? Um, I don't want to really live with my family forever. I mean, I love them, but I you know, I like doing things my own way, um, even though they're very flexible and overall kind of open-minded considering, like, I would say, um, I, you know, I can't, like, have dates over, I can't, like, I wouldn't want to, that would be just awkward, um, I can't have dates over, I can't have, you know, like, girlfriends, like, whatever, like, I can't be having sleepovers, like, anything even my casual friends like I think maybe I could probably have over a couple friends that I grew up with through church but that for me is like you know they're not really like my main social circle anymore um you know we don't really communicate on a on the level that's like really like quality I wouldn't say um, but we do definitely have, like, intensive history together, um, but, yeah, like, I just, you know, I'm not, like, like, it's just gonna be weird, it's gonna be weird, like, it's, I think it's, um, interesting, you know, um, being a queer person in a professional setting, um, you know, I'm not the only one, like, there's definitely a lot of gay people I work with right now, um, um, some people who are, you know, non-gender identifying, some people who are, um, I don't know if I work with any trans people, if I do, they've never specifically stated that they are trans, I've had trans clients before, for sure, but I've never specifically worked with um with uh with a trans um um staff member um I've worked with people who are more like who are like non-binary identifying um or gender fluid um I, um, I like that the company is inclusive, um, I worked around a lot of queer staff, um, since day one, pretty much, I think even in my practicum, the first practicum, there was one guy who was a gay male with a partner, um, I don't know the other people in the office, um, but then, yeah, like, even when I was in the practicum for my other site, it was, like, there was at least one openly gay person, and then we had a doctor that people said was gay, but I don't really know, we didn't talk like that, and then I had a, another, um, person, that was, um, um, so that was someone that I said was, was gay, that, that other people said was gay, and then 
at this job, it's just, I feel like almost everybody's gay. Like, I don't really know, but, um, I feel like there's a lot of straight people, too, like, um, or at least people who talk about, you know, when they mention a certain partner, or when they put their, uh, gender identifiers, kind of, uh, like, their pronouns and things, like, on the, as part of their label, with, when we do, like, teams or zoom calls um just having a lot of um uh like just kind of stuff like that like teams zoom like everything's online for us but even like for example last friday you know when we were doing our um, check-in, you know, we do a, a check-in every Friday as a, a staff, just to kind of, like, hang out online together, and there was a new person who was kind of talking about, like, uh, one of the Supermans, like, the younger one, he was just kind of like, well, you know, I, you know, this one's younger, so I might actually have a chance, I might have a shot with him, like, and, he was kind of like a flamboyant kind of guy, and he was talking a lot about that, about Superman and some other crush, or some other celebrity crush, uh, but stuff like that, where you're just like in a work meeting, it's like a casual meeting, we talk about like movies or what you're doing on the weekend or whatever, and like, yeah, just people like that, that are just kind of like saying stuff, and like, my supervisor's definitely into drag, has a has a male partner he's male with a male partner um when I first started work um you know there was some at at this job um somebody that I met uh I guess they both knew each other there were some some gays in in that group I feel like the the gays pretty much were like half of the half of the you know it was like 50 percent of our of our workers because it was such a small a group of people like six of us or so and then like three people were gay so it was kind of like that was fun and I guess one of the people um who was not like openly out became more out um um in this um uh yeah became out in um, like, like, during this job, and someone else had known them from a, from a previous job, and said that they weren't really out there, so maybe it was something about the environment, just because it's like, okay, a fresh start, you know, there's only six of us, and I'm, I mean, I wasn't really just like, oh yeah, I'm gay, but it's like, you know, I started work near June, and so of course I'm talking about, like, Pride Month, and all the kind of stuff that I do for pride and all this kind of stuff, you know, and like, um, you know, I was never really talking about dating too much or anything like that, but, um, just environments like that where you can tell, like, people feel like it's a safe enough space that they can kind of do or say things, and it's not like in a, in an over-sexualized way too, like, I think there's nothing out of the norm about somebody talking about a celebrity crush. Like, it doesn't go any further than that. They're not saying, like, some kind of awkward thing, you know? They're just saying, like, oh, like, I I have a chance with this, you know, celebrity because, you know, um, I have a chance with this celebrity because they're, um, what was it? Like, they're gonna, yeah, because they're younger, basically. Um, but it's a guy talking about another guy, you know, it's things like that, where it's like, yeah, if you're in a very homophobic work environment, there's no way you would say something like that, you know? Like, I talk about the places I hang out, like some of the gay clubs and the gay stuff I watch and the gay, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know if I mentioned the L word, but. If people ask me what I watched, you know, I would probably say the L word is definitely one of them right now. Um, and I would probably say, 
Um, I mean, I've definitely talked about, you know, clubs and pride and all that kind of stuff where I I feel like people kind of know, like, I mean, I don't think that many straight people go to gay, gay places that often <laughs> where it's like, okay, there's like a theme here, but, um, and just like drag culture and that kind of stuff is kind of something that I feel like a lot of our staff kind of like understand but it's kind of interesting how it's like you know when you kind of flip the roles a bit if you just think about what it's like working in like uh, a very hetero environment you know it's like I feel like in hetero environments people are maybe saying more maybe more sexual stuff um, like, I remember somebody mentioning to me at a different job that, um, like, they found one of the PERT officers attractive, um, and, you know, these were straight people making these comments. They weren't saying it to the officer, but I guess somebody was uncomfortable with it, um, and, you know, I don't know, like, I feel like it's just kind of, um, there's not really a lot of, uh, like, space for, you know, someone who's not hetero to talk about, like, I feel like the limit is if somebody has a partner or if they're dating someone, like girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, they're allowed to kind of say that. But um, I feel like outside of that, like queer people aren't really talking about in a workspace, you know, I feel like the rules are different, actually. Um, That, you know, I feel like because queer people are kind of like over sexualized it is kind of first of all it's always interesting um I mean I don't really mind talking about it which is the thing but it's just it's always interesting how you know some people want to talk about dating a lot of the time um like they want to talk about it like pretty often um because maybe there's a curiosity there and I get that, you know, um, but I think it's, it's kind of hard for me to explain what I'm trying to say. I'm trying like, cause I have specific people in mind that I'm thinking of. And it's like my friends that I talk to on a regular basis, it's kind of like it, I don't really keep track too much about that because it's like, we talk about everything all the time. Like, you know, so I feel like you know, even talking about relationships, it would be, like, maybe abnormal to not talk about relationships and just be, like, leaving that out, that would be really weird, um, but I feel like, to some extent, sometimes it is a little, like, overly assuming, like, if you're a, uh, like, a queer person and you're not dating somebody, or, if you're a queer person, you're not kind of, like, quite on the, like, side of, like, hookup, hookup culture, hooking up with multiple people, um, on a pretty regular basis, like, if you're kind of not doing that or partying at gay spaces, it's kind of like, you know, um, it's kind of hard to, you know, uh, even talk about queerness in a workspace like how do you even like for me I don't I don't usually just be like yeah I'm, I'm gay like I'm not usually like saying it like that but it's like everything about the things that I do with my spare time you know you would probably put two and two together it's like okay if I'm going to a lesbian bar on like Mondays and Wednesdays and then going to this other gay bar and then when I go all the way out of town somewhere else I'm still going to gay bars 
you know, I'm hanging out in WeHo, I'm talking about trying to get to San Francisco Pride, you know, um, you know, it's like, you know, I don't think a straight person would care about any of that to that extent that they're just making an effort to to even like share it, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, if people ask me what I what I was doing, you know, like, when's the last time you went out? What did you do? It's like, yeah, like, I went out with a bunch of gay people with met some more gay people. And we went to a Taco Tuesday at a gay bar. It's like, you know, I feel like, like, if you don't do like culturally gay stuff, I think at work, it's kind of hard to be just like, oh, yeah, you know, I like to play sports and like walk my dog or whatever. And, you know, if they're not talking about like dating or partners or anything like that, then it's like, I don't know who would actually know, you know, like, um, like who would actually be, be the one to like really understand that, you know, like who would actually know, um, that a person is gay, like in a workspace, um, like I have a few work friends that have never mentioned things about themselves in certain ways where it's like okay if they're not dating anyone or married or have a partner and they're not talking about any other kind of queer related stuff I mean and they're not openly just identifying themselves as a queer person then how would somebody know that they're gay right it's like you'd have to get to know them and then they'd have to say something and in work it's like unless you're talking about cultural identification identification I was never I was trying to say identifying and then that's the word that came out identification so if we want to talk about identification of uh you know like a queer kind of identification you know there's no way of really saying that other than literally just coming out and being like I'm gay or whatever you are you know I'm non-binary I'm queer I'm you know, by whatever, like, you know, there's not really a lot of space to say it. And then if you do say it, you know, is it inappropriate? Because I feel like a lot of things you kind of know um, about a person just by looking at them. I'm not talking about queer people necessarily, but I'm just saying like, you know, if I look at a person, I can tell if they're white passing you know, maybe they don't identify as white, maybe they're biracial, um, maybe they're adopted by, you know, maybe it's like a red-headed person whose parents were, were like, Welsh, and, um, they end up coming to the U.S. raised by Chinese immigrant parents, you know, like, who knows, like, some kind of scenario that's like there's a lot of diversity happening but just looking at the surface it's like I wouldn't know that this person speaks like Mandarin or Cantonese fluently and that was their first language or whatever like because they have they're like they look like a red-headed white person you know so things like that there's certain things you can tell by looking at somebody but you wouldn't really know the depth of like a person's you know background unless you hear them talk and like get to know about their upbringing and their family and so I feel like culturally you know when workspaces do open the floor to talk about cultural identity cultural identification (laughs) you know that's kind of a space where people can choose if they want to talk about their queerness but otherwise I feel like it's hard for people to talk about it um, I mean, I'm lucky because I'm at a workplace where nobody really cares if you're gay. Like, it's not really like, a, I don't think they do. If they do care, nobody's ever said. But I don't know. Like, I think, you know, it's it can be a little hard to be, to be, um, uh, uh, like 
like to know where to like I'm I'm not saying it's kind of weird because I feel like I'm not like I have friends that I talk about sexual things with and it's not all my friends I have plenty of gay friends that don't just focus on talking about sexual topics you know they might talk about dating and, and stuff like that but there's no like talk of who's doing what in the bedroom or like their turn-ons or you know um their like some maybe sometimes like preference related stuff but never really um all that kind of all that kind of thing like um like you know there's there yeah there's just you know i think that that kind of like i don't know like i don't see the i don't see a problem with talking about like sexuality related topics during work um it's just kind of like is there really space for it you know um and you know as a queer person it's like you know or any person you know like it's not just solely based on like who you want to have sex with like that's not like the only focus that's happening it's not just like oh like this is all we can like ever talk about you know um like i don't like i've i've met for example i have a a friend who I'm meeting a lot of uh, their friends. This is the second time I've seen a lot of the people uh, by this time period. Um, I've met a whole group of friends of this of this person who's someone who I met kind of more recently uh, through someone else and by hanging out at their place all the time now i've i've met an extension of their friends and i don't know if all those friends know that i'm gay i mean it's kind of interesting like there was a topic that came up the other day um where one of those friends was saying it was like two days ago like they were saying i'm here you know um looking for a girl you know i'm looking for like a single woman you know, and I was out on the porch with all these guys. It's me, the only female, out on the porch with like, or the patio with like, I don't know, one, two, maybe six, seven guys from another country. They're all from the same country. Um, not the U.S. though, but like six, seven guys who are immigrants to this country. Like nothing wrong with immigrants, I, you know. But that's I don't know how else to describe it. Like I I don't want to say like more specifics about their culture, but basically they're from a whole other country. Um and I'm out on the on the patio with six seven guys. Um uh, one of them owns the house and it, I met I met him. I know him. It was his house. I know him through my friend. And so um, I've seen him multiple times. I've been to that house multiple times, hung out with him and and my friend together multiple times. Uh, I like this guy a lot. He's a great guy. And, you know, he had a bunch of friends over. Um, it's like a party. We were at, we were basically having a party at his house, you know? Um, and... I'm out on the porch with these guys, all of them talking about how this guy wants a a girl, you know, he's looking for a girl, you know, he, he, and my friend comes over there or somebody came in, you know, and they were like, oh, like somebody needs to bring me a girl or like, not bring me a girl, but like, I need a girl, like, I don't know how they worded it, but, like, something about a girl. Like, like, you know, next time you guys have a party, you know, somebody needs to bring a girl for me or something like that. You know, like, something along those lines. <clears throat> like, he wants someone to introduce him to a girl. 
And the, the funny thing is, like, I'm standing there with all these guys and, like, none of them say, like, hey, like, she's single, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, it's stuff like that where you're like, they must know, <laughs> you know. Like, I'm pretty sure somebody was like, oh, yeah, that one's gay. Like, because <laughs> nobody was, like, looking in my direction and being like, oh, yeah, you know. And it's like, well, maybe he means, like, a girl from his own country or whatever. But it was just funny to me that I'm just like, y- you know, there's stuff like that that happens where it's like the last time, the first time I met some of these some of these people, I was with another friend of mine. Um, so it was me, the same guy, um, whose house it was, but this was at another house that we were in a different house before he moved to this one. And then my friend that I know this guy from, uh, this guy through, and then this other friend, the friend that I saw two days ago, I mean, the the friend that I saw last night, um, we were together, like all of us and a few of these guys from, two nights ago um like a year ago like almost a year ago it was new year's eve and you know some of the guys were kind of like trying to talk to her you know my friend um the one that is not with the guy who owned the place and so it's kind of like things like that like i'm not saying that i want them flirting with me or anything along those lines (laughs) like i'm not interested in that but it's kind of like stuff like that that happens where you're just like, you know, I know that people know what's up. Um, I don't care that they know. I know I never told them. I never was like openly telling them anything about, you know, my sexuality or anything. But um, it's stuff like that where it's like they know what's going on they can kind of understand it. We bond over weed. I mean, that's something we all have in common that we all just love weed. And so... <laughs> the first time I met them I had a whole bunch of weed and shared it and then um they kind of know me for that so we kind of were just what we were doing outside on the patio is we were all smoking pot but it's like (laughs) it's stuff like that right where it's like this isn't a work setting and these aren't like professional friends I know them through a professional uh someone who I had a professional friendship with that eventually became like a friendship outside of work and then we both aren't working at the same job anymore so we kept in touch and we're friends from work and even while we were at work we were friends but I just never um I just never um I just never really know like sometimes it's really hard to know like who thinks what who says what who might not want to hear what but I'm talking about you know even meeting new people in the social environment like we're not talking about the gay stuff but it's like I can tell that you know I'm not included in the straight people looking for dates conversation that's not an area where they're trying to include me in it and I'm not saying I'm left out or whatever I don't want to be included in it that would be even more awkward to have to be like no I'm gay but you know I I I would say that there's uh these guys have attractive qualities to them but there's a lot of guys there's a whole lot of guys there's probably like 15 guys um that I just met so I don't know like to me if they weren't from another country to me I likely would be trying to make plans with these people to hang out but I know kind of socially I don't really know um if that's how they do things (laughs) like I know it's kind of like a very heavy like dating culture like serious about like dating and marriage um and so I don't really think you know there would be like a whole lot of space for me to just be like meeting them and like hanging out outside of hanging out with with my friend and those friends that are his friends um but 
yeah, I mean, it's just fun to meet new people. They're great people. We had a great time at that party. And, um, but yeah, it's just, it's interesting because that's, that's an example of something that's happened that wasn't at work, but it's like, what's the appropriateness, you know, like they can talk about, oh, I need a date. Am I allowed to be in the same household and be like, oh, I need a girlfriend you know, it's like my friends know. I don't know what they know, what these other guys know about me, though, you know. Um, but it's things like that that happen. It's like all the like little unspoken things that happen around you that when you're kind of like a queer person, you kind of recognize like, oh, they must know because they're not putting me in the category of what, you know, of any girl, any like just any girl, you know, Um but it's just kind of a not I don't know like it like like it's not even like I'm not trying to take like a negative spin on it it's just kind of like it's just hard to really understand the rules for workplace you know because I feel like you know like a straight person can say oh, I'm getting married, or oh, we're having kids, or oh, you know, you know, I'm engaged, or oh, I want to date this person, or, you know, I went on a date the other day, or, you know, I went to a bar, I went to a club, I went to a parade, you know, I went to a festival. Um, nobody's going to think much of it, but it's like, if you're a queer person saying the same exact things, Somebody can get offended by any of that, you know, someone can get offended by you talking about drag shows, by talking about pride parades, by talking about gay clubs or gay bars or dating apps or, you know, marriage or, you know, you know, your dating life or, um, you know, having kids or adopting kids or surrogacies and all that kind of stuff. Like, you never know, like what's going to offend somebody or what's going to bother someone according to their own beliefs or whatever it may be. Um, and I don't really think it has to be on like somebody's like place. Like, I feel like there is such a thing as harassment, as sexual harassment, as inappropriate workplace, you know, conduct, conduct and speech and things like that. Um, but it can be a little challenging to know, you know, when you're not straight, like what's okay to say, unless you hear other people saying it, um, or unless you hear or see, um, yeah, unless others are kind of like saying it, you probably wouldn't necessarily know, um, what it is, um, that they're that they might have a concern on, but, yeah, it's not, it's not, um, any, anything, like, that I'm experiencing right now, um, I think about it for, you know, future reference for changing jobs, and I think about just how, you know, things have evolved, uh, with work, um how things have kind of evolved um kind of just to be um relevant to um work you know and you know being able to kind of properly represent yourself um in a way that people understand, like, there is a lot of kind of trying to feel out the situation, and, um, now that I don't really have to deal with it too much, like, you know, and I think it's gonna be good, um, I mean, I would love to just get, you know, a bunch of my coworkers together and go to, like, this gay club called Riches on, like, a drag night or something and do something like that, like, that would be so awesome, I would totally just go and, like, have a good time. That would be so much fun. Um, but I don't really know. Um, 
But I, I just, um, um, yeah, it's just, it's just interesting, you know, cause it's, it's just a lot to think about. Um, I mean, as a black person, there's definitely code switching as a queer person. There's definitely code switching. Like you have to know, like, who like how to be in what environments um to kind of optimize your chances of you know safety and security and you know keeping your rep reputation in check um you know I don't really think um I don't really think it's going to be, um, like, I don't know, I, I'm not even going to even try to think about what, what's, uh, what I need to think next, you know, it's not really where I need my head to really care about right now for, like, my next job, like, there's, it's too big of a, of an idea to even, like, try to predict things, um, I mean, I definitely need to make sure that it's, like, friendly environments, but, um, yeah, like, like, it's kind of, it can be kind of a tricky situation to try to navigate, and, you know, it is hard when the rules are different for different groups of people, it's like, you know, it, it can be fun, and it's like, yeah, it makes your life so different from others, but, you know, it's also a little, um, it can be a bit, um, just like, it's a lot of thinking, it really is a lot of thinking, um, and, you know, I think I'm, I'm comfortable in San Diego, like, I'm out to, like, pretty much everybody in a way like I would say the only exception to that really is at work and I think with work it's more so that maybe I just never outwardly just said hey I'm gay like maybe that never came up that way um but I think if anybody talks to me they definitely know that I'm gay it's not really like something I'm hiding it's just that you know how do you interject that into work work that has like nothing to do with with that, you know, like, um, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to appear straight, <laughs> I don't think I look like I am, <laughs> like, I try to make it a little bit obvious for people, like, hey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you get what you see over here, um, but, it is kind of, uh, something to keep in mind, um, um, I, I, I really don't want to get into any environments that aren't, um, affirming or, you know, accepting of, uh, of diversity, um, And I'm definitely leaving from a very healthy environment, to say the least. Um, I mean, it's not a perfect environment, but it's a very healthy environment. Like, yes, there have been, like, mistakes um, at the work site that people have made. And most of the mistakes, I feel like, were made by, like, maybe um, on, the, on a higher level of like, the higher level people were kind of making some mistakes, um, and the people who are just, like, my own colleagues around my same level, um, to my knowledge, everybody seems to kind of get along. There are some topics that come up at times that I can kind of tell, you know, we have some staff that are religious, and, you know, a lot of the staff that, um, like, you know, like I said, like, we have these meetings on Fridays where people check in about kind of their, like, get to know each other, you know, what do you do when you're not working, we kind of talk about stuff that's not work, 
And almost every week it gets into this topic of um, like horror movies, horror shows, um, mystery, murder mysteries, and then also sometimes talking about like cults and um, like evil kind of like not not that I'm not saying it's like morally wrong but like for example we were joking last week on Friday because it was like coming up to the end of the month but we know we have some days off and stuff and coming up to the end of the month you know they check to see you know how many clients does everybody have we're coming up on a quarter this is a quarter an end of a quarter month for us and so we're coming up on how many clients does everybody have how what what do the caseloads look like across the company cuz it's like the end of the year and they were saying you know that 666 so like 666 people were enrolled that day that we had that meeting when we were talking about it like like somebody had said okay like we had a, we haven't talked about these other few members that were enrolled um, into our program as clients, and so um, the number actually was higher than six six six, but you know we had a going a joke going on for quite a few minutes there about six 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 and oh no like what does that mean with like is this going to be like an evil Christmas or like you know like you know is it like a bad omen and then someone else started talking about like angel numbers and like. The 666 is actually like an angel number and, you know, that kind of thing. And it's like, I can tell that maybe not everybody believes that. Not everybody thought it was funny. Um, Or when people start talking about like murder mysteries and the stories that they want to share that they thought were interesting. Usually that's when I mute the meeting is because I don't want to hear about that kind of stuff. But I mean, like, you know, everyone has their comfort levels, but I feel like it's not. nothing's gone to a level that's like inappropriate you know like people can talk about drag shows people can talk about um you know their murder mysteries and their satan jokes and you know that kind of thing like um but it's not i think that's about as far as we go like we don't take it to another level of something that others would be uncomfortable like not in a professional way we're just talking about our own interests in our own lives and not everybody's going to have the same interest not everybody's going to drag shows all the time not everybody's hanging out at gay bars not everybody's watching murder mysteries not everybody's going to the mosque not everybody's you know we're all different people and i think it's it's a great way to have a diverse group of people come together and be able to like share about their lives um and I feel like some people you know like the people who wear like the hijab or different types of you know attire like you can kind of tell you know something about them like just from seeing how they dress and stuff that they're observant I don't know if they believe what they're physically representing um maybe they do maybe they have to because of their household maybe they don't really believe it maybe they're just feeling like an obligation maybe they're very strong believers and in, in a certain faith um you know but we don't also talk about that we're not like oh like what's your religion like what's your you know unless somebody wants to talk about it you know so um those are the kind of things that I think I'm going to kind of miss. Um, even though like it didn't go like super deep because, and that's why I think I avoided the Christmas party too. Cause I was like, it's just going to be easier to not see people in person. Um, cause a lot of them I'd never met in person. So I was like, well, I'm leaving anyways. I'm not trying to like make new relationships, but everyone's local in San Diego. And so I'm pretty sure if I wanted to hang, I could, you know, there's some, there's a lot of people I know I'm going to keep in contact with some people I'd want to hang out with outside of work, but a lot of people seem like they don't do much. Um, I feel like, you know, a lot of people like to stay home and because it's so expensive too, it's hard to get out more, but, um, yeah, that's kind of all I have to say about that, um, for now. And, uh, I'm going to have to cut this because, uh, 
this timer's running out. I got like 20 more seconds because I'm on the Anchor app. And uh, with that, guys, thanks for listening. <laughs>